Actors Talk Podcast, Episode 45. Welcome, everybody, to Actors Talk Podcast, Episode 45. My name is Tommy G. Kendrick. I am the producer and the host of our digital get-together. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Hopefully you are now a longtime listener, or at least a consistent listener. I hope so. But maybe this is your first time here. And if it is, if you're joining us from Short Film Texas or from iTunes or Stitcher or the TuneIn radio app, thank you very much, however you got here. I hope you will make your way to the website at actorstalkpodcast.com. Leave me your email address and your name so that I can put you on the newsletter. And that way you'll never miss anything going on with the podcast, any episodes or special events or things that I need to tell you. I don't send out a lot of emails, but I'd love to have you on that list. So go over to actorstalkpodcast.com. Okay, enough of that because we have a jam-packed show for episode 45, and I really need to get into it. My interview for this show is with two terrific Southern California filmmakers, Christopher Sean Shaw and Susan Shearer. We're going to be talking about a short film project that they are undertaking called Familiar Spirits. This is what looks to be, from everything I've seen about it, and I've actually sort of been following the progress of this production for about a year as it's been in development uh, Familiar Spirits is a faith-based short film project. So if that uh, somehow bothers you, and I hope it doesn't, uh, then this may not be the episode for you. But if you are, in fact, interested in all types of films, including those for the faith and family market, then this discussion of Familiar Spirits, I think, will be of interest to you and may even be of some inspiration to you if you are endeavoring to produce similar content. One of the really interesting things we'll be talking about with Chris Christopher and Susan is the funding campaign, or at least part of the funding campaign that they are undertaking. It is a crowdfunding campaign, but it is a crowdfunding campaign with a twist. It involves a new site. At least it was new to me. It is not Kickstarter. It is not Indiegogo. It is a different site. It is a targeted crowdfunding site, and it's called Faith Launcher. We'll be talking about how that compares to Indiegogo and Kickstarter, what some of the similarities are, the differences are, and how they're going about partnering with the folks at Faith Launcher to get familiar spirits produced and then out to the audience. So a lot to talk about with Christopher and Susan about their film, Familiar Spirits. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. Before we do, first of all, I have a couple of voicemails to play for you. They're really important, and I want to get those in at the top of the show. So first of all, take it away, Mr. Ron Newcomb. Hey, Tommy. Ron Newcomb from the Fellowship Rise of the Gamers. Just calling to check in. Just wanted to give you an update. We currently have domestic distribution, and they've given us a new name, Rise of the Fellowship. You can find us on the web at www.riseofthefellowship.com. We are releasing on December 3rd. Could really use your help on getting the word out you can go there and find out where you can download stream or rent the film uh, we're going to be on amazon itunes walmart 
VOD, you name it, you should be able to find us. All right, guys, I hope everyone uh, is doing well and doing what they love to do, which is acting and making movies. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for calling in and letting me know the progress on what is now called Rise of the Fellowship. When I had Ron on, I actually had him on as a guest on two episodes, episode four and episode 27. You can find those episodes in the archives. We really talked a lot about the production, post-production, distribution, getting deliverables together. And if you're in, in the production area, you know what that means. Some very interesting information that we discussed in those episodes with Ron. And now here some months later, it's over a year later now and longer than that, that they have been involved with the project. It's all paying off. This is a big time win for Ron Newcomb and his entire production team at Opening Act Productions. Congratulations. Now let me get to one other voicemail that's really important because it is the winner of the Master Shots Volume 3 book. Remember last episode, if you were around, I had a copy, one copy, I'm sorry, it was only one, of this great book, Master Shots Volume 3, to give away. And I said I would give it away to the first person, hopefully a director, who left me a message on the website, a voice message, and told me about themselves and their project. And I would send it on and that book has already left and hopefully has, has arrived in Alameda, California, where it was sent to none other than Mr. Joe Graceffo. Hello, Mr. Kendrick. My name is Joe Graceffo. I just directed a short film entitled Chance Reunion. I'm based in Alameda, California. I would love to get a copy of uh, Master Shots Volume 3. Again, my film is entitled Chance Reunion. I do have a, a blog which is uh, chancereunionthemovie.wordpress.com. It also has a Facebook page, and uh, there is an Indiegogo investment page, if you care to look that up as well. Thanks very much, Mr. Kendrick. If you can give us a little shout-out, that would be terrific. And um, right now I'm listening to your interview uh, with a first-time director based out of Texas. So thank you. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate you taking the time to hit that blue speak pipe button and leave me a message. And I also thank you for letting me know about your film, Chance Reunion. I did go to the Facebook page and I looked at the trailer, which looks terrific. So do what you can to get out there and find the short film, Chance Reunion by Joe Graceffo. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much for participating in the show. And I hope you enjoy the book, Master Shots, Volume 3. Thanks to Michael Weesey Productions for sending me the book so that I could send it on to a listener. Now, one other thing, and then we're on to the interview. And I'm sorry, this is going so long. I actually am the subject of an interview myself. This time I wanted to call your attention to. I was interviewed for a new show called This Week in Acting with James DeLong. You can find that at thisweekinacting.com and I'll have that link to in the show notes. I want to thank James DeLong. He's a very interesting young actor who is demonstrating another way that actors can take charge of their careers by creating content. In this case, he has created his own internet-based interview show, and I was very happy that he asked me to be on the show and to sort of talk about some things about my career and some advice for beginning actors. So thanks to James DeLong and This Week in Acting, and that's enough of that. Let's get to the interview with Christopher Sean Shaw and Susan Shearer about Familiar Spirits.
Well, I'm talking with Christopher Sean Shaw, the man who has the hardest name to pronounce in all of show business. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and and Susan Shearer with a with a, a delightfully easy name for me to pronounce. Thank you, Susan. And welcome. I'm, I'm so gl- I'm so glad you're here. Christopher has actually been on a show before. We did a hangout on air show back. Well, I think it was in maybe January. And so some of the audience who have our longtime listeners will remember that Christopher was on talking about some of his projects, including one of the, the the project we're here to talk about tonight, which is a film project called Familiar Spirits. You haven't changed the title, have you? Not yet, no. <laughs> Good. Okay. I, I want to be. I want to be talking about the right uh, the the right film. Now, Susan, you've not been here before, so let me pick on you first. Tell me a little bit about your your background, and so that people can sort of catch up. And where did you grow up? What part of the country? Well, my dad was a Navy pilot, so I flew. I flew. <laughs> he flew. He flew and I grew up on both back and forth, never really settled anywhere. Where did this bent toward the arts and writing and producing come from? Is that something that you've always wanted to do, always been involved in? Were you a child actress? What's your story there in terms of your artistic endeavors? I was mainly known as an artist growing up. I come from an artistic family. My brother makes a career as an artist. His name is Rob Anderson. I'm very proud of him. My sister was the actress, so I didn't want to overstep any boundaries. And then at one point she decided she wasn't going to do it anymore. So it sort of opened up that avenue for me. And I was a founding member of the Root Gorilla Theater Company in Santa Ana. All right. I love the name. Yeah. So I'm a cancer survivor. And when I was done with all of that, I said, it's time for me. I'm going to L.A. So in 2003, I moved up here to pursue film and TV. And then God kind of pushed me into producing. So here I am. I don't mean to pry or get into this too much, but are you a breast cancer survivor? Yes, I I consider myself a conqueror more than a survivor. It's on God totally took it away. My wife has had breast cancer as well and is a long-term survivor. That's awesome. Christopher, you kind of started as an actor, didn't you, before you moved into directing and producing? Yes. When I was a, a little tight growing up in really, really, really small town in Ohio, I had movie star admirations, um, uh, aspirations. So I really wanted to be a movie star. Movies fascinated me. And I even went to college to study acting. My degree was a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Theater Performance. And over the years, I felt my heart change and I found myself more and more behind the camera in the director role, creative producing role, and sometimes in the editing role. Part of the Bachelor of Fine Arts program at Otterbein College in Westerville, Ohio, was to do an internship. And back then, they were on the quarter system as opposed to semesters. And so for one quarter, uh, an internship would be like in New York or L.A. or whatever. Well, most people went to New York because their focus was theater, but my focus was film. So I did an internship in uh, Southern California. With what kind of company? I did an internship with a production company and management company that I don't believe exists anymore. But it was the production company that co-produced the film Hook with Robin Williams. Now, what kind of things did they have you doing for that internship? Grunt, grunt <laughs> <Yeah>. work. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was 
Yeah, it was it wasn't fun and it wasn't paid. It was copying scripts. Yeah. Um, I think I was even asked to read a script to see if it might be good for one of their clients or something. But it was a lot of grunt work, copying scripts a lot, making runs. I mean, sometimes getting bagels or taking a script to CAA or something like that. So yeah, it was a lot of grunt work and I wasn't really enjoying it. However. During that quarter, I did also connect with an editor who did some digital editing. And so I I got to do part of my internship at an editing production house, too. That was more up my alley because I got to do hands-on editing. We went out and shot some stuff and, and then played with it in the editing and so forth. Yeah. So I got, the tink, I got the tinker there, whereas the other place it was... But that, that yeah. grunt work thing is kind of a traditional way people get their feet in the door. Now, how did you two guys get together as a team and then we'll start talking about familiar spirits properly how did you guys hook sure. up on this project we met on an amazing film festival called the 168 film festival 168 yes the faith-based film festival and we both liked each other's work and after a couple of years we worked together on a few little projects but not of producing together and then why don't you tell the story christopher I was hired to um, direct and help produce and edit a a goofy, quirky uh, video for a pediatrician that he could run on a loop in his waiting room. It's called Pediatric Clinic. You can find it on YouTube. Scott Wood, who's a comedian friend, and I, his kids actually go to that pediatrician. So he hired us to do this video for him. And Susan came out and acted for us on it. And she contacted me around that time and was like, hey, we we need to do something together. So we finally decided that we were going to produce something together. And we brainstormed and figured it out. Susan, is that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) You're being awfully quiet. Is he telling the truth or is there some untold story here? Did I miss something, Susan? (laughs) No, it's close enough. (laughs) What did I I miss? (laughs) Why this project? How did this story come about? And and then tell us what the story is. Well, Christopher and I were talking, and he knew I wanted to do a feature, but he really has this firm belief that we can make money doing shorts. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> and, and so after this big debate, he pitched this film to me, and I loved the idea. So I said, okay, Christopher, I will do this one time and we'll see. <laughs> we he, will he, he, pitched, he pitched this very idea to you? Um, he pitched a... Or a, a different a, idea. A, a premise. I, I pitched a premise and then we collaborated on the story. We both wrote it and uh, we're both producing it and I'm directing. So what is the story of Familiar Spirits? What's the sort of TV guide version of the story, if you can do that? Well, it's a, a woman who has lost her only child, and she is being visited by what she believes to be the ghost. And through different people ministering to her, she's faced with a choice. Is she going to continue in her belief, or that's now being questioned, to keep this entity there so she can have a relationship with her her daughter, or does she embrace truth maybe you can explain. 
yeah. Was was that your comment, Christopher? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I was I was just I was just putting in a little bit of a little bit of uh, effects there. Awesome a little sound effect. And, and it was yeah. Awesome. Wasn't that wasn't that nice? I won't be doing the sound effects like that for the film. Just so you know, there's a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So why are you here tonight? Why are we talking about this film? What are you guys up to? Do you do you need money or what? <laughs> How much you got, Shelby? <laughs> yeah, just empty those pockets. <laughs> yeah, well, we um, we have a, a couple of different ideas of how we're uh, raising the funds to shoot this production because it's our heart to not ask for volunteers. It's our heart to actually pay. And there's a concept. I was going to say, well, that's a novel concept. The people <laughs> who work on the set, and that's from from the PAs to the stars. We want to pay everybody who directly works on the set. And so we have a couple of models to uh, raise the money. Currently, we're in the midst of a 45-day campaign on faithlauncher.com. We connected with uh, Fernando at uh, Faith Launcher, and uh, he really wanted to help us out. And they were selecting approximately three projects to really help out on with coaching and strategizing and featuring the project on their website and stuff like that. He liked our project and wanted to do that for us. So we partnered with Faith Launcher. We launched Friday night, November 1st, and we're in the midst of a 45-day campaign to raise part of the production budget. We'll have links to all of these things on the show notes at actorstalkpodcast.com. So people, if you're listening, don't worry about pulling over your car and writing down a web address or anything. Just remember actorstalkpodcast.com and we'll have links to all of these different things there in one place collected so it's easy to to find. Now I'm looking at the Faith Launcher site and your project is indeed one of three featured on the front page. I really wasn't familiar with Faith Launcher. I'm assuming that it is similar to Kickstarter or Indiegogo, but you said that you partnered with these people. So tell me how it is similar and how it's different to Kickstarter or Indiegogo or one of the other crowdfunding venues that people might be more familiar with? Well, I think one of the big things is that Faith Launcher is a Christian company. So all of the projects on there are uh, Christian or faith-based projects. And so their clients or their audience is looking for projects similar to ours. So we've already narrowed that field down. Yeah, so it's a little a little more targeted approach so that someone who is looking to participate in the funding for uh, a faith-based project or a Christian project or a redemptive project, however you want to talk about those projects, they don't have to weed through thousands of other projects to find them. It's a much more targeted audience and a much more targeted place to find what the, that segment of the audience is looking for. That's that's pretty good. So how is the mentoring aspect of it or the partnering? I don't really hear about that at all with Kickstarter or Indiegogo. This sounds like it might be a little bit different. It is. Basically, we've had multiple conference calls with Fernando and Cassandra at Faith Launcher, and they're basically guiding us in how to have a successful campaign. So they're giving us tips and strategies. They're also proactively advertising it 
Whereas that doesn't always happen with, say, Indiegogo or Kickstarter. You know, you don't always see your project either on the front page or your project blasted through Twitter or whatever. Right. Whereas they're they're proactively doing that with us. So they're partnering with us primarily in the getting it in front of as many eyeballs as possible. They're also uh, working with their inside connections with various media outlets so they're also pitching our project to those various outlets to see if they want to write a story on them too. And we've already gotten at least one online magazine publication that's targeted towards, um, I believe it's college students, um, Adapt Magazine, I think is what it's called. And we did like an online interview for that. You have the, the typical kind of perks that, Correct. That, that people who donate get. And what are some of the perks that you guys are giving for this? All the way from a postcard from the set up to an executive producer credit. So if you're looking to get your feet wet with some IMDb credits, then there's an associate producer credit you can attain. There's a co-producer credit and there's an executive producer credit. There's also, um, you know, phone calls from the cast and crew and stuff like that. There's kind of a fun one on there where you can actually name one of the characters. I'm excited to see <laughs> do that and what they come up with. Now, it has to be appropriate to the character. Of course. <laughs> I'm looking at the site. Your goal is $15,000. So the total budget is in the ballpark of what? Well, including marketing and distribution, like film festivals and stuff, our ideal total budget is $30,000. All of our shorts have been pretty high production value great actors and everything involved so we're we're both very critical as producers about putting out something of value that you wouldn't look at it and say oh that's you know typical faith-based or whatever it, it could compare with anything that's out there on the market there's a lot of better quality product coming into the market now in this arena and there are a lot of talented people who are, are really trying to up the level of the production. Yeah, Absolutely. The things with our budget is that it allows us to hire SAG actors. And that's not to say that someone who's non-union isn't talented, but you have a better pool of actors to choose from. Uh, and SAG has different categories with the short film budget and you know, ultra low budget so we can afford to hire people of quality. Yeah, that's great. I'm, I'm excited to hear that you're doing that. One of the frustrations I felt as a Christian who is an actor is that so often I'm just completely precluded from participating in projects because they're not signatory projects. And so I find that to be very, very encouraging. Who's in your cast or is it cast yet? Are there some names that people can know that they can say, hey, yeah, I'll support that person because I've seen this actor or this actress before? Well, when first um, Christopher came to me, he knew I was looking for a feature film script when we had our debate. And I was looking for one where I could use Christine Gallion, who is an amazing young actress that I've worked with on He's 13. And so she is actually going to be our ghost. Jen Gottson has been very interested in this. Of course, it's all subject to her availability when we actually are shooting. She's been so busy lately. And we have a couple feelers out right now, but there's some roles that haven't been finalized. How many days do you anticipate shooting? Probably four. We'd, we'd like to do it in three, but it's very possible it's going to be four. 
So it sounds like everything's very manageable. You're being very realistic and professional about your approach. And I say that because people, as much as they may want to just support something to put a few bucks in to say, oh, I'll support that just because I I'm, I like the effort. I have a little bit of a problem with that, quite frankly. We're out to make a film that is way better than it was okay for yeah. a Christian film. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Tommy, that, that's why we put so much time into it when I was talking about Christopher pitching to me. Yeah. We spent over a year developing our script, getting it out to script consultants. We did a table read at CBS Studios in front of a live audience of about 100 people and got feedback. So it's very important to us, um, the integrity of the script, that it stays true to God's word. And also that it's entertaining. Right. That's kind of important. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Entertain audience. Yeah. But you had you had asked a question you had asked a question earlier, Tommy, that I want to address. You were you were saying what do we need? Right. And um to answer the question of what we need, um, what we need are champions for this project. We need champions financially, and we need champions to get the word out and get this uh, Faith Launcher website in front of as many eyeballs as possible. And I, I just want to address something super fast here because this has happened to me personally. Sometimes you go to a campaign page for, uh, you know, whether it's Kickstarter, Indiegogo, Faith Launcher, wherever it is. And you go, that's a really cool project, but oh, they're asking for that much money? I can't help. That's absolutely not true. You can help. Think about this. How many people go to Starbucks every single day? And how much do people typically spend when they go to Starbucks? The yeah. whole premise of crowdfunding is like-minded people come together. You know, some people can give large amounts, some people can't. If a million people said, oh, I can't help with that. Their budget's $5 million. Well, they didn't give five bucks and they didn't help and boom, they didn't raise the five. Do you see what I'm saying? So we're not asking for $5 million. We're asking for 15,000 on Faith Launcher and it's it's so easy to help. Even if you can only give the lowest amount and I don't know what your lowest amount is, maybe it's open-ended. You can give anything. I don't know. But even if you give the very lowest amount possible, that's going to be important to this project and to other projects like it. We came up with something fun to address that, Tommy. What's that? Um, we'll be sending it out next week, but it's called Two Back Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so you keep your eyes open for that one. It so. sounds like one of my yeah. paychecks, one of my residual checks. <laughs> <laughs> I got yeah, it, I got it, a few of those two bucks. You know, there's an idea. This is free, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, what you do what you do is put the word out to all your actor friends to take that lousy two or three dollar residual check and we all have them and 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 donate it to your project put it to something that is useful so did you get a two dollar residual check that you don't know what to do with (laughs) i've got one i think i have one for 83 cents will that help so yeah susan told me that she's heard you know some people have told her in 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 crowdfunding campaigns in the past that like, you know, you know, I, I don't have that much money. I wanted to give a couple bucks, but it was just too small. No, that's the whole point of crowdfunding. It's a bunch of people collectively pooling their resources together to help with the bigger picture. So that one or two bucks or 10 or 20 bucks, it really does count. Okay. Let me ask you a question. 
is the website, this Faith Launcher website, do they capture my email address? And am I going to get bombarded with, uh, you know, please to, to buy this or that from Faith Launcher or from, from some church or something? They will not be spamming you or doing any of that, but you do give them your email address if you donate because they send you a receipt yeah. in the email. So yeah. That's I mean, my, my point is that you're not, this is, you're not, this isn't a thinly disguised uh, attempt to get my email address so they can, you know, hit me with, with uh, a bunch of other stuff to buy or something like that. It's not that kind of operation. Is that correct? Yeah, and we, because there'll be somebody out here listening, thinking, ah, you know, I would do that, but I don't want to give anybody my email address, you know. But the the fact is, and if you're out there, and that's then that's what you think. If you have a Gmail account, you know, you can create multiple Gmail accounts with different addresses, and just create a one time only Gmail account if you want to to donate for this or other projects. And that way, you know, exactly if you get some email, you know where it came from and you don't have to worry about your regular email address being involved. If that's, you know, if that's a concern of yours, don't let it keep you from supporting uh, this project or another project that you might find interesting. Well said, Tommy. Well said. All right, guys, where can people go? Faithlauncher.com. Is that the most important place for them to go at the time they hear this broadcast? Yes, the campaign should be underway until December, the end of December 16th. Okay. I believe is our last day of the campaign. Remember to go to actorstalkpodcast.com and I'll have a link to that page myself and it'll be actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash FS movie. So actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash FS movie will be another way you might be able to remember that a little easier too. Our handle on Twitter is at FS movie. And then our hashtag is also hashtag FS movie. So if you do tweet out something, please leave room for hashtag FS movie at the end to help get it trending. All right. Because you guys are behind it, I have confidence that it's going to be a very, very worthwhile project, and I can't wait to see how it turns out. Well, thank you, Tommy. That means a lot to me. Well, thank you. Is there anything else you guys wanted to make sure we talked about before we wrap this up? I would just say that we love to interact with our fans and friends. So if they want to find us on Facebook under Familiar Spirits Movie um, and comment or post or send us messages, we do interact with people. All right. Very good, guys. Thank you so much, Christopher Sean Shaw and Susan Shearer. I really appreciate you being on this episode of Actors Talk. This will be the 45th episode of the podcast. I know it's going to be a terrific project and I appreciate you being on. Well, thank you so much, Tommy. We really appreciate you having us on and we do really appreciate your referring us to your audience. Check out faithlauncher.com folks and support familiar spirits. Take care guys. God bless. Very, very good. Thank you, Christopher and Susan. It was a pleasure to speak with you. I've uh, known these guys a little bit just via Facebook, and Christopher's been on the show before. I know that they're very, very talented, both of them, and I look forward to seeing how Familiar Spirits turns out. Give them a hand, if you will. Get on over there and uh, see if you can contribute something. Whatever you contribute will be greatly appreciated. And that's at faithlauncher.com. Now, you can go directly to their site by going to actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash FS movie. Actorstalkpodcast.com forward slash FS movie will take you right to their 
page on the Faith Launcher site where you can see more about the project. They have a number of videos up there with some of the stars and some information about the project. You can see the kind of work that they intend to do. Well, until next time, thank you very much. Hey, make sure you go over to James DeLong's site, if you will, and see the video interview that yours truly is in. I really uh, enjoyed talking with James DeLong. It's always a pleasure to be able to get to pass along some information that I've uh, come about over my 35 years in the business. And I want to thank James and This Week in Acting for having me as a guest. Until next time, folks, God bless you. Take care of yourselves. I hope to see you in the movies. And until next time, this is Tommy. So long. Oh, here's a secret coded message for anyone listening this long. I received a message, well, as all the cast members did, about Westish. Apparently things are going very, very well behind the scenes on Westish, and it just looks like that maybe we're going to be shooting some more episodes coming up after the first of the year. Shh, keep it quiet. We don't want anyone to know. Well, actually, we want everyone to know. All right, that's a wrap.